with you all of my bubble gum. I'm the type of girl you wanna take to your mama house. Take, 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 take to your mama house. Hey everybody, welcome to Fan Fiction Theater, episode number eight, Paul Blart three, Shrek five, chapter two, Red Alert in Theater three. I think I uh, never mentioned in the first chapter that the uh, chapter title was closer to the Blart. That would have been good to mention. Um, so I actually have to admit also that I forgot that there was more than one chapter of Paul Blart 3 Shrek 5. Otherwise I may have waited, you know, less than a year or however long it's been um, to record another one. But, uh, you know, here we are. So I'm going to, to uh, read to you the second chapter of Paul Blart 3 Shrek 5. If you missed out on the first one, I would suggest um, checking that out first because um, there's going to be some really important continuity and um, you don't want to miss out on anything. This is not a very long chapter, so I'm also going to throw in a surprise bonus fanfic read at the end of the cast. So stay tuned for that, and um, let's get started with uh, Paul Blart 3, Shrek 5, Chapter 2, Red Alert in Theater 3. That is a lot of numbers. Uh, so again, this is written by uh, Paul Blart Fan 420 on fanfiction.net. If you Google Paul Blart 3, Shrek 5, you will find it. You will find it. Um, okay. <laughs> gotta gotta kind of get myself into the right headspace for this. Okay. We find ourselves in Hollywood Hills, where the local police had the house surrounded for roughly an hour and 12 minutes, and tension was so hot you could cut it with a plastic fork because it'd melt first. So you couldn't cut it with a plastic fork because it would melt first. FBI, BAU team, detective, and proud stoner, Spencer Reed, pull up to the crime scene, take a quick tug of dank from a glass weed pipe, and get the intel from the chief. So what the fuck is going on here, and why are you wasting my time with your local police bullshit? I need the facts or something getting fucking knocked out big time. Sorry, someone's getting fucking knocked out big time. The local detectives are intimidated and shaken. I should say that this is um, structured in giant paragraph blocks that are kind of difficult to read. Um, there don't seem to be any rhyme or reason um, to to them. Um, so you'll have to forgive me. Forgive me if I, I lose my place. Uh, so I'm certainly not going to edit this. So, um, you know, bear with me. Uh, it's free. It's free entertainment. Um, so let's see. Where, <laughs> where were we? Uh, someone's getting knocked out. The local detectives are intimidated and shaken. Finally, one brave man steps forward. Well, Dr. Reed, we are in front of the household of Michael Myers, voice actor of Shrek in Shrek. Shrek 2, Shrek the 3rd, Shrek Forever, After, that's the fourth one, 
and the short films. <laughs> it would appear that he is being held hostage by Eddie Murphy, who voices the donkey character in Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek the 3rd, Shrek Forever, the fourth one, and, and all the specials over some kind of dispute over Shrek 5's ending that Eddie wasn't aware of. <laughs> Just not sure if uh, Mike Myers would be in charge of that. Um, we need a profile of Eddie Murphy and Michael Myers right now. Spencer Reed looks at the way the car is parked and using his intelligence <laughs> figures something out. He starts motioning the officers in closer and he's like, okay, I'm ready to deliver, to deliver the profile and it's worse than I fucking thought. Shrek 5 was going to be the biggest blockbuster of the year and we already had a few critics rated poorly. And and three, unless it was justified, uh, shit. Uh, and three, committed suicide. Shit, okay, let me start that over again. Uh, da, 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 da. Shrek 5 is going to be the biggest blockbuster of the year and we already had a few critics rated poorly. And three, committed suicide. Whatever went down with Shrek 5 was a fucking setup. And according, according to my profile on Eddie Murphy that I developed, he wouldn't be holding Michael Myers hostage unless it was justified. Call all your local police department and tell them to brace themselves for the premiere at 7 p.m. of Shrek 5 across the country. <laughs> this could easily be the biggest riot this, this country has ever saw. We're gonna need all the top brass, the National Guard, and even mall cops <laughs> on duty uh, for when this movie premieres. There is a 7 p.m. showing as for Eddie Murphy and Michael Myers. I guess, well, I will take it from here. I really hope they don't accidentally kill each other, though because I'd love to eventually see a Shrek 6 movie get made, and they are both key voice actors. I am going to go in there and use my negotiation skills to figure out what happened. See you guys later to go protect the, go protect the town from riots. As the vice cops all drive out, an FBI BAU team detective Spencer Reed pulls out a joint that is a pretty fat that is pretty fat and ponders while looking at it. Ah, fucking help me, this guy's gonna kill me. Rings out from the house. Spencer Reed is like, holy shit, this is bad. I'm gonna need a lot more 420 if I'm gonna get those two to stop fighting. <laughs> okay, so that's the um, end of the first paragraph, which seems to be kind of like the first uh, chapter um, or subchapter here. Um, so I don't know who Spencer Reed is. So I'm going to quickly uh, Google him. Spencer Reed. Okay. Um, he appears to be a character from the <laughs> CBS crime drama Criminal Minds, portrayed by Matthew Greg Goobler. So. I um I had never heard of this character, but apparently he is a uh, a stoner 
in the Paul Blart 3 Shrek 5 universe. Um, apparently he has a con- uh, per- for personality as a common characteristic of people with Asperger's syndrome. Reed is socially awkward. So apparently he has Asperger's syndrome. Asperger's. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. So, okay. So that's that's who we have guest starring in this chapter of Shrek. I mean, Paul Blart 3, Shrek 5, along with now Eddie Murphy and um, Michael Myers from the Shrek movies. I'm not sure if um, Kevin Hart is going to make another appearance in this one. But we'll see. Um, okay, continue on. Spencer Reed calls up Kevin Hart. <laughs> well, what do you know? Okay. Spencer Reed calls up Kevin Hart on his mobile phone. What's up, Big K? Can I get a can a Playboy get some of that strong kush <laughs> delivered to Michael Myers' house ASAP? He asked desperately. <laughs> sure thing, Dr. Reed. You're my favorite customer, and I just so happen to be right next door because I'm in Michael Myers' neighbor. I'm Michael Myers' neighbor. <laughs> Reed's like, hmm, that's strange, but I don't think too hard on it. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Reed's like, hmm, that is strange, but doesn't think too hard on it. Within two minutes, Spencer has around two, p- <laughs> two pounds of weed. <laughs> He's ready to make his move. <laughs> he kicks in the door where Eddie Murphy is standing there with a gun to Mike Myers' head. Okay, Eddie Murphy, do not shoot that man. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's eyes get big, and he laughs. I would never hurt a single living thing, Dr. Reed. And you know it. (laughs) My biggest surprise is that you even thought this was a hostage situation. I'm not sure if uh, that is um, an okay imitation of Eddie Murphy to do, or if maybe it's a little bit racist. I hope not. Uh, Just let's... Maybe, like, it's better to beg forgiveness than ask permission. Um, so, anyway. Michael Myers, at this point, is trying to escape, but can't. He whimpers. Please, don't fucking do this, Eddie. Please, it wasn't my fault. Reed was finally fed up. <laughs> Sorry, says, Reed was finally fed the fuck up. Somebody tell me what the fuck is going on here right now. Eddie Murphy grinned and moved his revolver (laughs) from Mike Myers' head to his own. Spencer Reed is completely shocked. In a bit of hope, he throws Eddie Murphy the weed (laughs) and he lights it up like a pro. (laughs) He also throws Mike Myers some, some... too, but Michael can't figure out how to light it up for some reason that eventually lights it the wrong way. <laughs> Eddie Murphy then prepares to speak. <laughs> so I guess Michael Myers is a square. Uh, couldn't figure out how to light his weed. So Eddie Murphy prepares to speak and he says, I appreciate all your effort, Dr. Spencer Reed, but at this point it's too fucking late. At first, I didn't know what was going on. Shrek 5 was going to put me and Mike Myers back on the map. Then one day, it fucking happened. Mike lost interest and faith 
in the franchise and back down to the executive producer over the pilot, the start of the plot, walking me into the fucking hornet's nest. My career, as well as Mike's, is, is God as garbage now. Spencer was like, dude, you need to come the fuck down. I'm with the FBI, and I can fix this for real. And Eddie screams back, no, you fucking can't. <laughs> Man, Trick is dead, and so is Donkey. <laughs> I don't know who it is that, that's doing it, but somebody wanted Trek franchise six feet under, and they pull it off. <laughs> Spencer was like, holy shit, this is worse than I thought. There was about to be 50 to 100 million people <laughs> leaving those theaters with hell to pay when they find this out. His focus shifted to Michael, though. So you think this is a fucking game, Michael? Where do you fit into all this? Actually, let's face the facts. We already know where you fit into this. Before Mike can say a word, Spencer pulls out his forty-four Magnum and shoots Mike in the head like ten fucking times. <laughs> Only problem is, blood doesn't come out of Mike's head. Wiring, bolts, nails, and computer chips do, because he was a robot. That's a quite a twist. It's quite a twist. I feel like we're miles away from where we started with the um, the story of uh, Kevin James as Paul Blart um, in the first chapter. Um, but I think at some point it should pivot back in that direction, right? I guess cause we'll just have to keep reading to find out. Um, so apparently uh, Mike Myers is a robot. Seems to be sort of like a an, an homage to the famous Fembot scene from Austin Powers. International Man of Mystery. So that was that wasn't me reading. I was actually just saying that. That was just like a Byron thing. Um, so let's see. Du, 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 du. You got <laughs> you got any idea what they did with the real Mike Myers? Spencer asked Eddie. Unfortunately, not. Happened about six months ago. Mike disappeared, and when he reappeared, I knew he had been replaced with a powerful robot. <laughs> it's apparently not that powerful. He was immediately killed. I couldn't trust any vice cops, and that's why I held him hostage to get you to show up and help me out, man. <laughs> Spencer nods in appreciation, and Eddie passes him the joint. Spencer takes a drag and is like, way I see it, it's 6.45, and that movie premieres at 7 p.m. We have about one hour before this house gets raided by angry Shrek fans. We're going to bag it up, bag up the robot, so they don't know we're on to them. I'm going to send some fellow agents to get your family <laughs> out of the country, and you and me are going to gonna disguises and go undercover until we figure out who's behind this. This may be the biggest terror attack this country has ever seen. Eddie Murphy nodded and they quickly started gathering up the robotic pieces to hide in the trunk. Spencer Reed continues, right now you're safe. Sorry, right now your safety is number one. You probably don't have all the clues. We need to solve this case. Without you, the country's fucked. 
it is. Um, <laughs> Eddie sighed and rolled his eyes. I think it's a. <laughs> I think it's too late, Spencer. In another twenty-five minutes, this whole country <laughs> is gonna be after me, and even then, we don't know where Mike is being held captive. How are we gonna stay hidden long enough to solve this case? Spencer laughed. Eddie, I don't think you realize my skill set. This is just another day on the front lines of justice. And to answer your question, we're going to be hiding all right. Hiding in plain sight. And Spencer flipped on his right blinker and ran. I didn't know they were in a car. <laughs> didn't know they were in a car. And ramped over the median of the highway, landing right in front of a movie intercity movie theater that is in the same mall as the one Paul, M Paul Blart works at. He tosses him a wig, smoke up, and let's go. We're going to get two tickets to the center of the abyss. Paul Blart and his son just pulled into the theater. Okay, so we've connected the two um, storylines here with... Um, Eddie Murphy, Spencer Reed, Paul Blart, and his son. Um, i got to say I'm not totally clear on what the terrorist plan is. Um, I, 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 I seem to recall that there was some um, problem caused with uh, the Shrek movies, but um, didn't quite follow what that would be. So maybe it will become more clear as we we finish out the chapter. Paul Blart and his son just pulled into the theater on the Segway. As you recall, they were uh, cruising down the highway on the Segway when we last uh, saw them. As usual, his mall cop instincts <laughs> kicked in. <laughs> Every violation and questionable behavior was illuminated to him. Teens smoking cigarettes and drinking beers, a squabble between mall rats. Was it six o'clock? He was about to serve justice, <laughs> but then he remembered. Forget about it. They don't pay me enough when I'm on the clock. I sure as shit ain't getting paid enough when I'm off the clock. And he walked him and his son into the mall. Just as Paul Blart's instincts were beginning to kick off and dissipate, something caught his eye. When you're a mall cop for as long as Paul Blart, <laughs> you know how to spot government <laughs> government agents <laughs> especially when they're world famous like Dr. Spencer Reed <laughs> he was with with a beautiful woman <laughs> but after noticing Eddie Murphy's signature mustache he realized that he might be walking into something big they were obviously strapped up to the teeth automatic weapons possible grenades and bulletproof vests for a moment, he thought about turning around and coming back for the 9 p.m. showing, but when he looked at his son in the eyes, he knew it would kill him. Not to mention, the disguises were so good that any non-law enforcement person wouldn't be able to ID them, so he figured he'd take a chance and walked right in. This decision would change the world as we know it.
It was around then a large police force came bursting into the theaters, guns blazing. Hey, we need to sp- hey, we need to speak to Mall Cop for coordination. I either need to talk to Paul Blart or Paul Blart's supervisor immediately. This is not a test. <laughs> it would be quite a test if it were a test. What are they testing? <laughs> Paul, the Paul Blart emergency response system. Paul Blart rolls his eyes. Easy there, Tubbs. I'm off duty, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Supervisor's probably rubbing one off in the bathroom or jacking off in the office. <laughs> Go talk to him. I'm with my son. The cop was definitely pissed. He tilted his head to the side, spit right on the floor, and started stared Blart right in the fucking eyes. Whatever happened to the Paul Blart I knew from before? The Paul Blart from Paul Blart Mall Cop 1 and 2. You know, the the man I'm looking at sure as shit ain't him. The real Paul Blart stood for something. Stood for justice. Paul Blart burst out with crazy eyes, with a very stern look. Listen here, Detective Donut Head. I just want to see Shrek 5 with my goddamn son. Justice died along with my marriage a half hour ago. Back the fuck off. The cop shook his head and made a mean smirk. Whatever you say, Blart. Have a good time at Shrek 5, motherfucker. (laughs) Blart and his son walked into Theater 3 for the world premiere of Shrek 5 to change the course of history forever. And that is the end of uh, Chapter 2 of Paul Blart 3, Shrek 5, Red Red Alert in Theater 3. So that was uh, an interesting chapter, strangely um, kind of paced where you had, you know, fully 80% of it was um, Eddie Murphy and uh, Spencer Reed um, sort of uncovering this, this plot, which I guess is a terrorist attack on, on the United States somehow factors uh, you know mass disappointment in Shrek 5 into it but uh, I think we'll, we'll have to uh, read the next chapter to see how that uh, makes sense or uh, resolves itself um, so as promised uh, since that was fairly short it actually still did still end up taking kind of a long time <laughs> <laughs> but I did say that I would read one more um, bonus, bonus fic. <laughs> so I will, will, uh, I will do that. Let's see if I can uh, actually find it. Let's see. How about we do? <laughs> okay, let's do uh, dry, <laughs> dry Bowser's <laughs> Urkel walk. So this is a um, fan fiction, uh, another crossover. I do prefer the crossovers. This is a um, (laughs) Family Matters Mario crossover, specifically I think Mario Kart, um, featuring uh, Dry Dry Bowser, um, Birdo, Toadsworth, Petey Piranha, 
and um, Steve Urkel from Family Matters. So um, this is short. Uh, two chapters, 730 words, written by Yoshizilla Redosaurus. Um, and uh, let, let's go. Let's read it. Dry Bowser was having one of his many walks one day in the bustling district of New Donk City during the sunny daytime when suddenly a nerdy black teenager landed right on him causing the skeletal reptile to break into pieces. The black nerd in question was none other than the infamous Steve Urkel. Did I do that? Urkel commented with a smug grin on his face. Dry Bowser growled as he used his dark magic (laughs) to place his bones back together. Yes, kid, you did. Man, that's going to be unsustainable, that voice. How about this? Yes, kid, you did. That's pretty good. Anyway. Anyway, my invention must have worked because I was chatting with the Winslows earlier, Urkel stated as he adjusted his glasses. Oh, great. You must be that annoying neighbor that eavesdrops on them all the time. Dry Bowser Bowser groaned as he stood up, towering over Urkel. Wow, mama! (laughs) Urkel yelped in surprise as he took a step back, being surprised by both Dry Bowser's larger presence and him being noticed. I didn't think anyone would recognize little old me. (laughs) Trust me. It's easy to recognize you. Who else, who else makes clumsy mistakes in such a nerdy fashion? Dry Bowser pointed out as he moved his right hand around while brushing his red hair back with his left hand. That's ah, really uh, a strange gesticulation that they uh, outlined there. Urkel chuckled as he shrugged. Well... <laughs> I do have my specifics. <laughs> but what, uh, what I'm really looking to is Laura. So, okay, so I'll stop there. Um, is, that an, is that an expression? I do have my specifics. If it is, then I've never heard it. Of course you are, Dry Bowser stated as he resumed his walk, groaning as he could hear Urkel following him closely. You're not going to leave me alone, are you? I should point out uh, to anybody that's not familiar with Dry Bowser, um, I I probably should have mentioned this at the top. Um, Dry Bowser is a uh, giant skeleton version of of Bowser. Um, He's like a giant skeleton lizard turtle monster um, that apparently now Steve Urkel... um, wants to sort of like team up with for some reason <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll scene setting there um, I, don't, I don't actually know what game Dry Bowser is from other than uh, Mario Kart he's like a playable character in Mario, Mario Kart um, yeah, 
but I, like I don't know if like he's a real character, just a, like a different skin for Bowser to make things interesting. And Mario 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 Kart. Um, okay. N- uh, <laughs> also, I I misread the last line. The uh, I'll, I'll, re- I'll reread it. You'll you'll see you'll see what I did wrong. Of course you are. Dry Bowser stated as he resumed his walk, groaning as he could hear Urkel follow him, following him closely. You're not going to leave me alone, are you? <laughs> See, totally different, totally different meaning. A different character says it. Not at all, Skull Godzilla, Urkel exclaimed as he then pointed forward to showcase Godzilla breaking apart various buildings in another part of Metro Kingdom. Climbing onto Dry Bowser's charcoal shell. Mush man, go long. Okay, I'm just completely lost now. Is God- so Godzilla is there too? What the fuck? Okay. Dry Bowser rolled his eyes in disgruntled annoyance as he attempted to get Urkel off of him, who is quick to climb back on. To make matters worse, Thunder boomed in the distance with the bright flash of lightning and began pouring harshly. Elsewhere, in the now drenched new donk, at one of the countless modernized apartments were Birdo, Toadsworth, and Petey Piranha, with the trio waiting for Dry Bowser to get back as they were planning on heading to a fancy restaurant later. Petey was watching Family Matters... (laughs) on an old-fashioned TV in the kitchen while Birdo and Toadsworth were being play, were both playing bowling on Wii Sports in the living room using a different, more modern television set. It's a really, really evocative writing. Birdo took a step back as she looked at the remaining bowling pins, chuckling the bull, oh, sorry, chucking the bowling ball as she got most of them except two sighing. I hope Dry Bowser doesn't take too long. We have a scheduled dinner. It's a really good Birdo uh, voice I did there. I don't know, like if Birdo Birdo even has a voice. It's like it's like wow wow. <laughs> Toesworth murmured as he took. A look at the bowling field. So why are why are all these creatures friends with each other? I don't understand. Don't get it. Why would why would Dry Bowser like be their ringleader? Toadsworth murmured as he took a look at the bowling field, Jace adjusting himself t- to get into the perfect position. I mean, bowling field, I guess, is the correct term if you're actually doing lawn bowling, but it's like the lane playing Wii Bowling. Well, you know how Master Dry Bowser gets. He wants to be in good shape so that he doesn't look out of place. Oh, man, that doesn't make any sense. He doesn't have muscles. Doesn't make any sense. Also, my uh, Toadsworth sounds a little bit like Peter Dinklage, so there's that also. Petey mumbled the two to keep down as he wanted to get further into his show with both of them ignoring the angered plant angered plant as they kept on bowling away using their 
Wiimotes. Okay. So apparently that was the end of chapter one. Uh, I don't know why the chapter would end there, but looks like chapter two is um, like two paragraphs. So let's just pretend there aren't chapters. Um, Dry Bowser was getting more annoyed by Urkel, who was playing a red accordion he pulled out of nowhere. The skeletal reptile sighed as he knew this nerd <laughs> was not going anywhere. Are you going to keep hanging around me like a vine? <laughs> I've never heard that expression. Uh, <laughs> well, I can't just stand around doing nothing. I gotta have someone to show off my science stuff. Aw, off. <laughs> so when I go back to Laura, she'll swoon over me. I don't follow that logic. Or understand the sentence. Urkel commented as he began singing while playing around with the accordion. Is that the like actual term that accordion players use? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go play around on my accordion. I'm just gonna play around. Just tootle a little bit. Dry Bowser clenched his fists as he tried not to let Urkel's singing get to him. I don't know why Dry I don't know why Dry Bowser is so patient. Like isn't he a bad guy? It's like, you know, like, like maybe, maybe kill Urkel. Uh, deciding to stuff him. In, oh, here we go. Dry Bowser clenched his fists as he tried not to let Urkel's singing get to him. Deciding to stuff him in a nearby trash can. The new donkers were quite confused as to why Dry Bowser did it, but he did not care, as he was just glad he no longer had the annoying Urkel in his on his charcoal shell back. Urkel emerged his head from the trash can, seeing Dry Bowser become smaller in the distance as he adjusted his glasses. I might have made him mad. Did I do that? Was the last thing Urkel said as a new dunker guy stuffed a newspaper into, into his face. The end. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I, clearly I didn't read that um, before I decided to read it on this um, on this cast here. So, oh, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. Um, it just kind of ends. doesn't seem to be any reason or explanation for Urkel to be in New Donk City. Um, Dry Bowser has an inexplicable relationship with a seemingly completely random assemblage of uh, of uh, uh, Mario Kart uh, B-roll characters. Um, uh, it's just like it just goes on on and on. It's just not not was not a good story. Sorry, Yoshizilla Redosaurus, um, but thank you for letting me read it. Um, Okay, well, so that ought to do it for this um, episode. Uh, I guess I may at some point record uh, Paul Bart 3, Shrek 5, Chapter 3. Um, for the record, that is called Shrek 5 by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> so that, that sounds promising. Also, that 
chapter is really actually only uh, two, three, four, five, six paragraphs long. So I probably could have read that instead of the uh, <laughs> stupid uh, um, uh, Dry Bowser, <laughs> Steve Urkel fanfic. But whatever, that, the decision is made. The die is cast. Um, so thanks again for tuning in. And uh, we'll check you out next time uh, here on Fan Fiction Theater. Then I do my... Then I do my...